This is uh, Brian Quinn from Tell Em Steve Dave and Impractical Jokers. You're listening to the Misinfo Podcast with my boy Zach. One of these days I'll be on the show. Can't wait. Can't wait. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 209. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. Hey. What's up? Well, we spent a lot of time together today. Yeah. Yeah. How's a Mexican food treating you? Fine. It's not fighting at all. No, you know mine? I thought I thought something bad was going to happen, and uh, all thunder, no lightning. Yep. I think it was the refried beans. I enjoyed those. They were good. We went to this, uh, what was the place called? Uh, El Patron or something like that. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. It was on the corner of... Fourth and Sycamore? Yeah. Uh, downtown? Uh, no. Fourth and Lafayette. Sounds about right. Fourth, fourth, fourth and Lafayette. Fourth and, fourth and Lafayette, downtown Waterloo. Uh, authentic Mexican? Yes. Uh, I've probably walked by there a hundred times, and there's outdoor seating. I'm like, you know, I'd really like to try that sometime. And we decided to have a little uh, photography club meeting today. Yeah. And went downtown Waterloo, took some pictures. Um, and we're like, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Let's try something we've never tried before. So we went into that place, and uh, the guy was super friendly, called us Amigo. I yes. like that a lot. Um, and he was like, uh, you want to sit inside or outside? Let's sit outside. It's a beautiful fucking day out here. And we did, and the food was quite tasty. And not uh, not expensive. Uh, no, no, really, really affordable. You know what the one thing that I didn't <laughs> think of until the end? Huh. I didn't ask for any hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. So, And the whole time I'm eating it, I'm like, it's, it's good. It's kind of bland. But authentic Mexican... Uh, they they flavor the food with their hot sauces. Didn't even think to ask for any. Hmm. And he's looking at us like, you honkies can't handle the hot sauce. Right, pretty <laughs> much. He's like, if you think this salsa is spicy, Which fuck I, you. Didn't, I didn't really think it was that spicy. No, maybe just, just a little. Just a little. Well, I wonder, were there two? Maybe there were two different ones? Oh, maybe. Maybe I was just eating the spicy one. <laughs> maybe, maybe. They maybe. brought you the paste and uh, I got the real <laughs> shit. <laughs> I just ate the one that was closest to me. Yeah. So it was, uh, But yeah, it was good. It was good service. Fast service. Um I'd eat there again. Me too. Yeah. Um, so uh, we went and took some pictures. I took photos for the first time in raw for- format. And uh, after 20 minutes of figuring out how to get the plug in so that it opened in Photoshop, I why have I not been doing this forever? I'm telling you. It it changes everything. Laura doesn't even shoot in anything but raw now. <sighs> but raw. <laughs> but raw. Or as I said to you, she likes it raw. <laughs> Wait, and, and did she start shooting JPEG 
and then changed to Raw? I don't know. I don't honestly remember. She might have just always known about the Raw. <laughs> this really? is a terrible conversation <laughs> because of her mother. <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> but seriously, Raw. Uh, yeah, I, man, I think I'm going to shoot that way. I just need to find some bigger compact flashcards now. Oh, yeah. Because they'll eat up your space. Oh, yeah. Like you can only fit like 130 pictures. On, which we didn't take that much, many today. I no, think. God, I think I, I don't know how many I took. I, I got some really good stuff. I think I took 70. Today, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably about what I took. I got some really, really good. There's a picture of a pigeon <laughs> that is so beautiful in its simplicity that I can't, like. I'm just that glad I didn't catch any pics of homeless man's balls. <laughs> we never saw an Saw actual... their deodorant sticks and empty Gatorade bottles, right, but that's about right. it. That's his, you mean his restroom facility? Yeah. <laughs> empty Gatorade It bottle. didn't look like a fucking pickle jar with a pickle in it, so I'm good. No. Yeah. I just had Mexican food. So that, did I. That knife's going to be really clicky. I'm just telling you. Ow. I'm just saying. That's I'm just fidgety, gonna be, apparently. It's not like fucking uh, Declan from uh, Creaky Studios in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on, right on. That's a guy who, have you heard of the, You heard about this guy? Huh. Uh, this guy, he started his own uh, company. It's called Creaky Studios. And what they do is they will let you pay them, and by them I mean him, uh, and he does all the posts on your podcast. Hmm. So he does. He already does all the posts for Tell Him Steve Dave, uh, I think the Tenderloins podcast, um, several of the Smodcast Network shows. He does all the post-production for all of them. And now he's turning it into a business. He charges. The only thing about that is he's only going to be able to work for celebrities. Because if you're not a celebrity... You can't afford to pay no, no, no. to do a podcast. Your too. podcast does not make you money if you're not a celebrity. And it's it's so crazy to me. Like people that are... So many people are diving into podcasts. Or, I'm going to start a podcast. Like, do you have any idea how much money you will hemorrhage for the first two years of your podcast? Just getting the gear and everything together. Once you have all that, it's a fairly inexpensive endeavor. I mean, I think right now our overhead is about $100 a, a year. Right. Because we have to pay for our hosting fee at that fantastic podbean.com. <laughs> uh, but for 100 bucks a year. Man, yeah, that's not. Um, but when you first get started to get all your stuff, it's just like you're pooping money, man. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks so much. So if you're getting into podcasting to try to make a dollar, that's probably – you'll be successful because you might make a dollar. <laughs> Tops. <laughs> I, we, I mean I, we still haven't even broken even. Nope, nope, nope. Not even nope, close. Nope. And that's including the $650 that, of donations that went to the Engelbrecks. Like, you could even count the donations that didn't, the money that never came to us towards it, and we still didn't break even. So we would have been better off just writing a check. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, so, yeah. Hurtful. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? But I had some fun taking pictures. I needed that today. Yeah, that was, was good. I've been stressed lately, man. Just fucking wound tighter than a fucking drum skin, man. It's been bad. Like, homework? Well, just, just just in general, just the fact that, you know, like, I haven't done anything. Well, I've missed, we've missed the last few vacations we intended to take. Right, right. And I haven't really done anything just for me. And, I, and I've never really been that kind of a guy anyway. Like, I'm going to do this just for me. You guys are all fucked, you know. <laughs> but, like, I need that every once in a while to just do something I'm interested in and just go do it. You know, usually everything is family oriented. Okay, we're going to go to baseball games. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. Then we're going to go visit this side of the family. We're going to go do that side of the family. Um, but I, I, what I've quickly discovered is if I don't sprinkle some shit in there for me, I start to get really angry. <laughs> and and, and yeah, it's I start, a recipe for disaster. Well, you know, and you start to like hold your family accountable for the fact that you're not having any fun. 
you know, like, and it's not that I don't have fun going and doing these things. It's just occasionally I want to do something that, that is strictly something I want to do. Like, I want to go do this and I don't want to have to turn to someone and be like, Hey, would you enjoy doing this also? Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to do that. I just want to, you know, this is fun. Like taking pictures today, just walking around downtown, taking pictures of stupid shit. I looked forward to that all week long. Good, man. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I feel so much more relaxed. Just being out getting fresh air, eating lunch outside today that was, was awesome. amazing. Dude, was if just... the weather could be like this every time we went out and did this, mm-hmm. that'd be, I couldn't ask for anything better. Well, plus I tricked Laura into speaking. Yeah. <laughs> on the way home, she said, she's like, she's like, hey, I talked a little. If you guys would talk about things I could contribute to, I would talk more. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, all the shows and stuff you guys talk about, you know, there's none of the stuff I watch. She's like, talk about something I watch. I said, well, everything you watch is acts like a year behind on, so we can't do that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Hey, remember that time three years ago on Supernatural when they drove in the car? Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Uh, carry on my wayward song. Right, pretty much. Oh my! No more. I might cry now. Don't 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 say hurtful things. So yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was glad. I'm glad she went. Yeah, she too. I wish she would have filled me in a little bit more on picture taking stuff. I could have used some of her fucking pointers. And we get back here, and it takes us 20 minutes to figure out how to open a goddamn raw. And then we open it, and it's like, oh, you can do this to it. Did, does Laura know that? Oh, yeah, she's known that for years. Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you're cursing her. Like, I hope she has a terrible nap. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call wake her up. Fuck. Like, wakey, wakey. Why are you bothering me? Because you didn't share your knowledge with me. <laughs> My feelings are hurt. Yeah, you got a whole new world to explore now, sir. I do. All I kinds do. of options, options. editing options, <laughs> fancy sliders and things you can do. I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, like I honestly don't know how to like apparently fix the mic. And zooming, um, zooming, you can zoom in on a shit. fucking like yeah. license plate on a car from like well, six blocks away. And now it's for your misinformation technical minute. A JPEG file is a compressed photo file. Right. So basically, what it does is it takes little pieces of the picture out to make it smaller. Whereas a RAW is what you see is the picture you took. Yeah, and you can zoom in yeah. without losing detail when right. you zoom in. That would have been great to know <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got some really nice pictures that would have been even nicer if I could have just done a little of the tweaking in the raw. Yep. And, and it just... Oh. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what's going on other than this? Uh, Photos I, and whatnot. Nothing. Just tired. Working a lot, man. Like it just it it sucks. It sucks to uh to have the kind of. Job. I have a good job. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I have a good job. I, I make all right money. Um, I have a, the kind of job that a lot of people would kill for. The problem is, and I'm gonna get a little uh, 99 percenter. Oh God. Uh, the problem is, I don't have a job that I love. Ooh, yeah. You know, the job that I work without getting too detailed isn't the kind of job that. I ever saw myself doing, uh, nor is it the kind of job that I'm like, as I left college, this is the career I want to go into, you know? So it's kind of tough for me. Why is it not following the fucking cursor? That's starting yeah, to where's angry. the crawl? Where is the crawl? It normally just goes along with it, but it's doing that thing. I think it it's doesn't. definitely a, a fucking elite group of people that actually have that type of job. Right. Yeah, it's, it, you know... Yeah, there's a there's very few people I think, but you know when you see TV and you see you know we're we're in we're in a time and age where you have immediate contact with everyone in the world, 
you know, so you see on the internet all these bloggers, actors, actresses, comedians, all these people that are doing basically what is their dream job. So you automatically start to assume that everyone does Gets that. to do what you know, they, yeah. That I'm the exception, that I'm stuck in a job that, although it pays well and has a good retirement and things like that, uh, I'm not. I'm not doing something I love, so I don't feel fulfilled. Right. But everybody else does have one of those jobs. But that's not the way it is. But for some reason, and I think a lot of it has to do with the immediate gratification mm-hmm. that we get now from the internet. You know, that you can you can see what others are doing and you automatically assume that's what you should be doing. Right. You know, whereas my dad worked for, you know, 40 years doing shit he hated. You know, um, it wasn't until, well, I'll say, I'll say for 20 years doing shit he hated. It wasn't until the last 10 years when he owned his own business that he was like, hey, this is all right. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm working for myself. And then he's still doing manual labor. So he's just like, I would rather be fishing for a living. That'd be awesome. Right. <laughs> you know? well, yeah, of course. You know, so it, I think as a society, we have unrealistic expectations of what our lives should be. And, and in this day and age, you have a harder time, I think, separating work from life. Because you do have, even while you're at work, you've got your cell phones, you've got the internet. So it's harder to, to deli- you know, draw that delineation between the two because you're still immersed somewhat in your outside life because you have contact with your friends and family while you're at work more so than you would have 10 or 15 years ago. That's true. It's a lot easier to have just tons of daily distractions. Right. And you, it blurs the line. Yeah. So it's not like, okay, for these eight hours, I'm at work. For the other... Uh, 16 hours of the day. Then the world exists again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, so it, it, the two bleed together. For example, I don't get my work email pushed to my phone anymore. Yeah. Specifically because of that. I'm like, you know what? When I'm not at work, unless I'm being called in for an emergency, I'm not at work. Yep. I have a, I have a very specific ringtone on my phone that is only work. Now, does your work number show up on your caller ID? Yeah. See, mine, mine doesn't. Yeah. And, and that sucks because... So I know if I hear a certain tone... Eh, it's not even worth looking at the phone. Just <laughs> it, let it go. Let it go, man. I found that that little bit does help because I'm not feeling my phone vibrate, checking my email and going, oh, Jesus, what's this stupid fucking email about? Yeah, really? Shut it down. Well, and I, what I found myself doing was I'm like, why do they need to know this right now? They, they didn't. Don't. They, didn't. they just they, could ask you right yeah, now, they were so just, they were going to. Well, well, no, and it wasn't even like it, they were expecting me to answer them right then. They just sent out the email because they were at work. And makes then, sense. Makes and sense. And then in their head, they're like, when he gets back to work, he'll read this and he'll answer it. But in my head, since it goes right to my phone, I'm you're, looking at him like, like, leave me the fuck yeah. alone. Hey, really? They need this now? Right. But it's an email. So it's not like they were sending it directly to my phone. They were just sending it to my email, which happened to push you to my phone. You were dumb enough to keep checking it. Yeah. They're yeah. Like, so well, that's, that's his fucking yeah, problem. Really? And it is. That's my fault. But that's the way my head got wrapped around it was, if it's there, I have to answer it. They should know it comes to my phone. Therefore, they should wait and send me an email when they know I'm in the office. But if I'm in the office, they can just call me. True. Like I was being unreasonable. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to shut it off because if it, if it gets me that worked up and fills me with that much anxiety, I had an anxiety attack for the first time in 15 years the other day. Really? Yeah. And it sucked. What the hell happened? Yeah, I, it just it came out of nowhere. Whew. Like just I think just a piling on of everything. Um, you know, it was really weird because you know, it's not and, and it's not ever anything, you know, because when I was a kid, I, used, I had to see a therapist and get medicine and shit. And it's never going to be that kind of thing for me. But it was a really weird fucking feeling. Really? Like, and to immediately recognize it and go, oh, shit, not this. <laughs> and they don't cripple me. Like, I don't, I don't curl up into a little no, ball of and, and, and hide because I know what it is and I know why it's happening. 
So basically I compartmentalize my brain and I go, okay, look, this part of my brain, I'm just going to let it keep freaking out. But I have shit I have to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, because a lot of people that have anxiety attacks, it their, their day's ruined. Yeah. And they'll call in sick or they'll, you know, they're completely helpless. And it's like, that's, first of all, that's bullshit. Like, it's your body fucking control it. You know, so that's what I have to do. I have to take part of my brain and it's like I move my mind into a corner of my head and say that part can just freak out. Huh. And I'm going to be uncomfortable. And I that, and that's when my OCD really comes out. Like, if I'm having a lot of anxiety, it makes me really uncomfortable and I start doing really fucking weird shit. Um, or at least it's weird to me. And I do notice it. And they say a lot of people with OCD don't notice when they're doing it bullshit. I notice it. It's fucking <laughs> obnoxious. Um, but I can't stop myself from doing it. And so, like, right now the way that it uh, – uh, it manifests is mostly facial tics. Hmm. So like um, like a lot of times my my eyes, everything has to be symmetrical. So like if I have one of these, yeah. I have to do the other one. Oh, wow. You know, one like, eye twitch, got to twitch yeah, the other one. I huh? got to, you know, I do a lot of this. Um, or like uh, my teeth, I grip my teeth a lot. But hmm. not like the grinding, mm-hmm. but like just clenching yeah. them tight. And then I got to do it an even number of time. Weird, man. And then, it'll, and then I'll get stuck in a loop. Like, And a lot of times it'll happen if I'm not actively engaged in something else. Hmm. And that's how I know I'm anxious. That and my eye will twitch. Like I get a muscle twitch in my eye. Jesus. Um, and last week, I, the, my temple was doing it, the side of my head. And I was like, man, I got to fucking – I got to find something that I know that I can look forward to that will calm me down enough that I can just kind of break this cycle of just not being comfortable, not being you know, happy. So that's why I was like, man, we got to go take some pictures or something. Just walk around. Go do something because taking photos always relaxes me. Even if I don't get shit out of them, even if none of them, and we got some really good stuff today. Yeah, there's just no pressure to it, man. Yeah. It's just calm. So it, it was nice um, to get out and do that, and it, and it was nice to have that goal to look forward to. And now, you know, now I'm looking forward to August. You know, going to Wizard World. Which oh, okay. we that's to. that's what made that's what today made me look forward to. Because right. usually the only other time we're walking around together with our cameras out is when we're at conventions. Right. So I was right. Like, oh fuck. Um, and it, we, we have to get the, uh, those submissions done this week for the press passes. So yeah, we, we really should it's... because I mean, it's still two and a half months away. You know, we, but we usually are pretty early on that yeah. stuff. So I, yeah, I, it just until the last week or two, I hadn't really even been thinking about like that. We're actually going again just cause it's been a while since we've gone to one. Right. Yeah. And that's what sucks too. That C2E2 thing. The more I think about it, the angrier I get. Yeah. Um, and so that, that really soured me and Kind of made me stop thinking about conventions. You me know? too. It kind of shut me down. Right, right, right. So it, it's I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the Wizard World guest list is great. I mean, there's a lot of people going. Um, I'm my, my, I'm actually going to get an opportunity to see a lot of friends that I haven't seen in a long time from college. Like we're kind of making a guys weekend out of it. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It, um, it really should be. It should be a really, really good time. Um, hopefully, uh, Joe Spina is going to make the trip in from L.A. That would That'd be, be awesome. a lot of fun. I haven't seen Joe since since Chicago so one visit to Chicago he was still living there and that would have been at least seven years ago wow so yeah and I talked to him pretty regularly but it'd just be nice to see him again kind of get the band back together mm-hmm. a good time um so it'll be fun um and and like I said the guest list is a lot stronger than I expected to be the only bad thing about wizard world conventions is they don't really have panels there's really nothing to go sit down and listen to yeah um, so, but there's plenty of stuff to walk around and see and Giordano's pizza to eat, <laughs> yeah. beers to drink. And I think we're really going to plan ahead this time, take coolers, do all the stuff. Oh, we got stuff, it locked down. You know, yep. just figure it out and make it cheap. Um, even though it's going to be $5 a gallon for gas. Oh God. 
Yeah, bet, but splitting that a few ways. Well, we'll get it right back down to $2 yeah. a gallon, which is what it was the last time we went. <laughs> yeah, feels like it. Fuck. Dude, I, I couldn't believe how much it cost to put gas in my car yesterday. Yeah. I drive a car, not a truck, not an SUV, and it still cost me $60 last night. I almost wonder if it'd be cheaper to grab a fucking flight. I don't know. It might. You know, because I, I, sometimes they run those deals like you round guys, trip for just 180 Just tell me bucks. what time and day you want to get there, and I'll leave early and bike. I will just ride there. I will meet you. <laughs> Fuck. But a guy at work was saying him and his uh, him and his wife went uh, to Chicago. They flew round trip ticket a uh, dollar or one hundred eighty dollars a ticket. Wow. Yeah. So then he just grabbed a cab. They were going to a, I think they were going to a White Sox game or something. So he grabbed a cab, went to the game. Yeah, that's that might be because yeah, let's do the math on that gas. That's going to be painful. It's going to be bad unless it goes down. But I think that I, again, see, you know, when gas goes up this much, this dramatically, because it was three sixty nine. Now it's four dollars a gallon. Um, when it goes up that dramatically, what, you know, they'll always give you all the excuses. Like right now it's that a couple of refineries got in shut Illinois down got or, shut down. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you. You know, you're going to do that. Okay. It's not like surprise. We're shutting down our refinery. And what a coincidence that it happens right before Memorial day. Yeah. One of the largest, one of the largest travel holidays of the year. You know, people are going camping. People are going, it's a first summer holiday. They want to get the fuck out of town. They want to go do shit. Right. Oh, what a coincidence. Right. Mm-hmm. And fuck that. Okay. Two refineries cause that's bullshit. Okay, what they're doing is they're feeling out the market because it's been a long time since we've had a big jump. They want to see how much people are willing to pay. And if and if they find that demand doesn't go down at all when the price goes up, guess what they're not going to do? Right. Not well, going to lower the that. price. I know. Because why would they? Because they're fucking greedy and they want to make money. <clears throat> so now what will happen was, is we're going to keep paying between three eighty and $4 a gallon for gas. So now the price of milk's going to go up. Now the price of bread's going to go up. All your staples, all your groceries, because how do they get to the store on yeah. trucks right. that have to buy fuel? And then the, the shipping companies, they do that too. They'll raise their fees an exorbitant amount, more so than the gas fees that went up. If, if they raise their fees on all of their items, that's going to way more than cover the gas. You oh, know? Yeah. So then they'll profit from this, and it's just going to be a vicious cycle. So we're fucked. <laughs> it feels that way for I, sure, man. It really, I don't, I, really, really does. I mean, I could not have imagined five years ago that we would be paying four dollars a gallon for gas. That's always been the threat. And it's really, it's actually a thing now. Yeah, it's it's re- it's realistic. There is a Seneca on the corner of uh, oh fuck, what is that? On the corner of like Third and uh, Franklin in Waterloo, where it's still like three sixty, three eighty seven, three eighty seven. But you That's, know, there's always a chance you get shot in the face when you go there. Right. <laughs> you know, it's kind of in the hood, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's. It's just so weird. I mean, I just gas was gas has gone up three hundred percent since we were in high school. I know an inflation of three hundred percent on one product. That is ridiculous. Like, how is that even possible? <clears throat> that would be like if if milk was now nine dollars a gallon. Oh, just wait. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, someday. We'll, oh, I, bet well, we'll, I bet we'll pay $5 a gallon for food, milk in the next food, five years. Food and fuel get more expensive. Everything else gets cheaper. You know, like technology gets cheaper. You know, TVs are cheaper. Like for the size of a TV you can get now. Oh, right, Cheaper right. than they used to be. Things like that. Yeah. But fucking food and fuel. Jesus. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't, you know, I remember when I used to, like uh, the other day, Jenny came home with a, a trunk full of groceries, right? And it, it wasn't like an exorbitant amount of groceries. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it was like, all right, we're going to eat for a month on this shit. It was, you know, a couple trips back out to the car to carry it in. And I'm looking at him like, ah, that usually was about the amount of groceries I would buy when I was living by myself when I'd go. Um, what'd you pay for that? She goes, close to $250. Jesus. 
And I'm like, what? I'm right. Like, I would have normally spent $60 on those groceries. Yeah, I went shopping the other day. Got two, maybe three bags of shit, 80 bucks. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I used to always joke that when I went into the home improvement store, Menards, I could never get out of there for under 100 bucks. I'd always buy shit I didn't need, but that looked cool. Yeah. Now it's, I go to the grocery store and I can't get out of there for under 100 bucks. Not because I bought shit I didn't need, but because I bought the shit I did need and it was expensive. You know, that's, it's just, it's ridiculous. And that, that's all the reason why it's still, you know, they're still talking about raising the minimum wage. Like we, we're already fucked. Okay. So prices are already going up. Now you add on top of that, that the people working at flipping burgers and frying fries at fucking McDonald's could make $9 an hour. You don't think that they're going to seize upon that opportunity to raise prices even more. Right. And so, okay. Meanwhile, I'm not getting a raise this year. So gas has gone up has almost doubled in the last five years. My pay has not gone up by 50% in the last oh, five no, years. Dude. Okay, so gas has doubled. Um, I'm not getting handed any extra money, but you want to give a guy who doesn't want to move out of fucking McDonald's part-time, you want to pay him an extra $2 an hour to do nothing more than he does now? Fuck that. That's not fair because that'll make it harder on us because now we're going to be paying more for goods and services because – they have more money to dole out and the fucking uh, the manufacturers and the suppliers are going to go, well, they've got more money, so let's charge more for it. Right. And then on top of that, McDonald's, for example, I'll just keep using McDonald's as an example. Now they have to pay all of their people $2 more an hour. You don't think a Big Mac's going to be more expensive? Yeah. It most certainly will be because they have to, they have to come up with the money somewhere and they're not just going to take it out of their profit. Or they're just going to find ways to make their food cheaper. I like low quality, less ingredients, cheaper. And I don't know if they will. I think they just, it's just easier to raise prices. They're putting a bigger emphasis. Like every, it seems like every year they're, they are expanding those dollar menus they have everywhere. Like they went from like a few items to now it's like half their fucking menus, the value menu. Yeah. It's a value menu, but they're very careful not to call it the dollar menu anymore. Right. Because stuff's like a dollar 39, dollar 69. And pretty soon it's just going to be the $2 menu. Right. Like you can get this. Regular cheeseburger for $2. It used to be 89 cents. Yeah. Two, two bucks now. Yeah. I don't you, know. You used to be able to go in and get two cheeseburgers and a fucking fry for under <laughs> under, under $3. Now the, now the most basic value meal at McDonald's is like $4.5. You used to be able to get a fucking Big Mac meal for $3.07 with tax. Really? Six, six cents with tax. You got that nailed down. It was two ninety nine. Huh. And then 7% sales tax. Oh, I guess it was, yeah. Well, That's I guess it would have been... That would have been more than seven percent because it would have been two dollars. So, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the every and people are, don't really think about it. And they're just like, yeah, give me two bucks more an hour. Fuck yeah, yeah. And yeah, then I'll the be thing that so you much more money. Well, but then the thing they, they also don't think about that is uh, if you've worked there long enough to, to not make minimum wage, but not much more than that, and they give the people that and they just raise the starting wage. Not everyone necessarily gets a, a raise to offset that. So you might have worked there for three years and you finally make nine bucks an hour. Right. And then somebody comes in the door and makes nine bucks an hour right next to you and you do not get a raise. Right. Yeah, exactly. Who do you think just wants to fucking quit their job now? Well, and see, the, pro- the problem is I don't think that the people that are working at McDonald's are masters of economics either. Right. So they don't get – they see the uh, ultimate immediate gratification. And that's not to say that people who work at McDonald's are idiots because no. there's going to be plenty of high school kids that that's their high school job. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, but guess what? A high school kid doesn't need $7 an hour, let alone $9 an hour. Right. You know, a high school kid can buy on $7 an hour. You know, it's the, pr- the problem I have is with the 25-year-olds that are still fucking working there. And they're like, give me more money for this menial job that takes no fucking skills. I, you know what? P- pushing these buttons with pictures of food on them is too damn difficult. I need $9 an hour. Yeah. 
Well, the same thing's going to happen at like fucking grocery stores and retail stores that pay minimum wage. They raise them up and like I said, the people that are just starting out will make that and people that have been there for a few years right. will not get a raise. So you might be work- making a nickel more than the person coming right in the door now and well, you've been there for four years. Well, and then also what's the incentive for a promotion? Like say a manager makes $12 an hour right, right. now. Okay. So now all of a sudden you're starting your people off at $9 an hour with no responsibility. Well, okay, let's say a manager makes $11 an hour. Yeah. So you're starting your people off at $9 an hour with no responsibility. Well, did you like this promotion where you're responsible for everything? You can be called in in the middle of the night and you had it for an extra 2 bucks an hour? Now I'm good at 9 Yeah. The kind of job where if you make a mistake once, you're in real trouble. You make it twice and you're fired. Right. Yeah, no, I'm good because I can keep fucking up here at 9 Yeah, <laughs> pretty you know, much. Whereas if you're, if you're making seven and a quarter an hour and they're like, would you like to be a manager for $11 an hour? Fuck yes, sir. For an extra $4 an hour? Absolutely. The 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 risk versus reward is pretty good there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, fuck, you know, there's a lot of risk, but the reward is awesome. So the same risk from nine to eleven dollars, because it's not like they're going to say, all right, now we'll start paying our paying all of our managers more, too, because they can't absorb that cost. You can't immediately change every business in the United States with over, what is it, over 12 employees or something like that? Yeah. You can't Im- immediately, at the drop of a hat, increase their operating budget exponentially and expect them to be able to, to absorb that cost. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the same – so they give everybody – they raise their cost like that. They're going to find other ways to make up for it, whether it be affecting how – what kind of benefits they offer – Raising prices. Uh, uh, any, yeah, raising yep. the premiums or lowering the amount of benefit you get, just right. the cost to them, anything. All well, that stuff's going to be then in tow. You, then you add to that the whole Obama deal where they have to provide health care. Mm-hmm. Well, how many businesses are you going to see just fucking go straight in the shitter? Yeah. If some, you're some of that is bullshit though. Like, right. like it makes me angry to hear how Papa John's throwing a fit about shit like that. Like that motherfucker makes enough right. money. You can give away two million free pizzas during the Super Bowl, but you're gonna throw a fit that, that, that <laughs> right. they want you to provide insurance for right. your people. But what I'm saying is, if you nickel and dime them enough, if uh-huh. you if you make them start pushing out money in several different places, mm-hmm. it's death by paper cut. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's eventually you're going to start seeing an effect on them to where they either have to raise prices so much that it's going to affect everybody else or they're going to go under. Like eventually they keep pushing all this stuff. It's going to affect more than just the mom and pops. It's going to start to affect actual corporations. Yeah. And then what will the effect be on our, on the economy? You know, uh, you know, Walmart won't go under because they're the largest employer in the world. But you know, you start a target, um, a Gordman's. Yeah. Kmart. Kmart's on the fucking edge as it is. Sears too. Like Sears is done. Yeah. They're both. I mean, they combined. Um, but you know, how does something like this affect a larger retailer that has such an overhead? You know, you know? what's funny about Sears? Okay. So I was looking online. That Craftsman used to be awesome and not yeah. shit. How about looking, that? <laughs> I was looking online at bikes the other day. And uh, Laura was like, I kind of want to get a nicer bike. I'd like to be able to keep up with you out there, you know, and I don't feel like this. <laughs> well, it'd probably be easier than jogging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, so she, well, she has a bike, but it's a shit bike. But so she, she found one she liked and I was looking at it. So I, I took it that. And I, and I searched it online and it pulled up like four places that had it. And at three places, uh, two of them were actual like bike stores online. And the other one was just like a general sporting goods store. And the other one was Sears at all three of the first places. It was either list price or below. And Uh at Sears who's struggling and you'd think they'd want to make a sale. They were above list price. 
Well, and then they probably would try to sell you the extended warranty yeah. and you bought it too. <laughs> yeah. It was easily $150 more expensive wow. at Sears than it was anywhere else. See, and I think that they're still under the mistaken notion that they can bank on their name. Yeah. Not, you know? No, your name ain't good right now. They're, they're, your name is, oh, you guys are going to close soon. Well, there aren't enough people still alive that remember <laughs> what Sears when used Sears to be. used to be a fucking juggernaut of quality. Um, and used to be one of the only major retailers in the United States, like Sears Roebuck. When was the last you time know? you went into a Sears? Uh, we bought our washer and dryer in Sears. Okay. Uh, Sears. And that's when I yelled at the lady and Jenny <laughs> yelled at me for yelling at the lady and it turned into a huge thing because she kept trying to sell me the, <coughs> the warranty. I'm sure <coughs> the warranty. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is brand new. Yeah. 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 Cause it comes with a one year warranty. I'm like, so basically what I'm inferring from what you're telling me because you're pushing this warranty so hard is that you're pretty sure that you're selling me a product that's going to break in the first three years because she wouldn't just come. She would not come off it. And finally, I'm like, if that's the case, maybe I should go buy a different product somewhere else. <laughs> what did they say to that? She's like, well, um, I just figured it for the peace of mind. I was like, the peace of mind, the warranty literally doubled the price of the item. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm like. Or I could take my chances and just pay. If something does break, just pay the repair guy when he comes. Because yeah. it's, you know, maybe 250 bucks when he comes. Well, and fuck, half the time anymore <laughs> they try to figure out a way to not have to cover whatever goes wrong right. with your shit anyway. So right. well, fuck a warranty. And the shitty thing is, okay, so I have to buy the warranty on both items. Okay, what's the odds that both items break at the same time? Yeah. They won't. So if the washer breaks and I have to pay the guy $250 to fix it, and then the dryer breaks in six years after the warranty is expired, and I have to pay him $250, it's way better than the $350 I was going to pay up front on both items. So $700 out of pocket when I'm already spending whatever I was spending on the washer and dryer. You know, I'm just throwing out numbers. Right, I know, I know. But, but yeah, fuck that. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, I would rather take my chances and hope that it's a good product. Whoa. Sears, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, Sears, you're, yeah. Go home, Sears, you're drunk. <laughs> yeah. Your argument is invalid because Sears. <laughs> oh, we should write for the chive. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Please, let me. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Put me on staff. I'd totally do it. You need a Chive Midwest. That's what you need. Yeah. You know, it'd be in Chicago. It wouldn't be here. <laughs> you need a Chiowa. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm telling you right now, Chicago isn't the real Midwest anyway. Yeah. Anywhere that you can look across a body of water and not see the other side is not really the Midwest. Word. So that eliminates places in Minnesota. So just Iowa. You need an Iowa Chive office. I would gladly staff it. Um, I'll comb through the, I'll comb the fatties out of the pictures you get sent. Yeah, Cause yeah. you know, the chive gets fatties. Oh God. You no, know it sure. gets pictures of fatties and they just don't put them in. But you got to wonder, like you said, every once in a while, you'll find a, uh, questionable enough entrant that made it. You got to yeah. wonder what did some of the other ones they received that day yeah. look like when they're like, yes, let's put this one through. Yeah. We need, we need to have, and it's weird though, too, because it's, it's not like they have a minimum number of photos in each gallery. Yeah. It's not like, okay. Yeah. Some galleries uh, are 23 photos. Yeah. Some are like 108. Yeah. Like there's no, it's not like FLBP has to have 75 photos yeah, and they're like ah oh, to get to 75 we'll throw this one in she's a little chunky but she was nice enough to just be from like the sternum up picture <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. it's not like they do that so you'll have like 79 pictures and a couple of them are that horse face girl that must be dating one of the guys from the chive they're that redhead that just has man face so terrible <laughs> uh, just always has this weird like, look on her face and i'm like <laughs> why does she keep getting put in the chive yeah and it's new pictures too it's not like they're just like oh let's we need a nice round number we'll just use it because they do that too they they reuse a lot of photos oh yeah and the same like different galleries like you'll see one photo in three galleries for yeah. the same day just different like galleries. why not just use it in the one gallery and have one less picture in the other one 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense to me. Like I just, I, I mean, obviously their business model works. Okay? Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, they, they know what they're doing. Yes, it does. It's just I, I, they do some questionable stuff where you're like, why did you do that? Well, why? They got shit figured out, and like the way they only make their like t-shirts and stuff available. What? God, it must be like once a year at this point because oh. I never see any of that stuff actually in stock in their web store. It's they announce it during the yeah. day, and then they 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 charge. It's like thirty five bucks for a, for t-shirt, a t-shirt, which that. is funny because if you don't get one, and then you, I looked on eBay one day just for the just. To be curious, and yeah. uh, forty bucks to like seventy-five or eighty bucks was the average range I could find the authentic ones, and you can get fake ones for. Well, that's 15 not very bucks. chivy. No, well, that's it's not, not the chivers like, selling it. Well, yeah, you're right. Pay it forward. Yeah, I guess that's no, bullshit. no, like, that's like, not very pay it forwardy. No, that's bullshit. That's, that's complete bullshit. You know what that is? Though? That's probably people show. who aren't actually chivers. They're like, if I can get a hold of these t-shirts, I can triple my money. Mm-hmm. So they buy like seventy of them. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why nobody can get them. Yeah, yeah. Because the dicks. As I say the same thing about Mondo and all their posters and t-shirts. Man, every time they put something up, it and, and they always say at a random time on third. They sell most of their posters on Thursdays, and they always okay. say at a random time. But in my experience, it's always been about eleven o'clock. Really? Which sucks because I'm always at work at 11 o'clock right. on Thursdays. So there's been a couple I really wanted. They're gone within usually about three minutes. Wow. And uh, you, But you can go to eBay that same day within that three minutes, and people are already selling them for like a $75 poster for 250 bucks. And what what is it? Like, they make like movie posters. Like they have like a few specific artists they always work with that just make movies. So like – there was like a Superman one I really wanted a couple of years ago. The Avengers ones were cool. Jurassic Park one was fucking cool. So it's like not um, licensed by the studio. It's just some artist does their right. interpretation. And they're really cool. They're super limited runs. But if you don't get them in that first three minutes, you ain't getting them without Have you paying. ever gotten one? Yeah, I've got a few. For what would you get? Nothing cool, man. I got some for uh, that TV show Once Upon a Time. Okay. And what are you paying for these then? Oh, uh, like depend it depends on what the limited run is on them. Some of some of them are only like forty bucks for it's they're like full size posters. So you bought some that weren't very cool for forty bucks? No, I liked I liked the one once upon a time when I got and the other two I was like, Well fuck, I can get them. I might as well just get the whole set. Because if I, I ever want to get rid of them. And I lost interest in that show. And I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Like it was a good show, yeah. but And I'm now not... they're and now they're doing in Wonderland, I guess. They're gonna do like a really? spin off Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Oh. Yeah. So that's weird. I know. I yeah. But some of the some of those posters have been really cool. My attention span for television is terrible right now. The Game of Thrones ones were cool. Oh. There's a couple of those I really wanted. Fuck. Yeah. Even if Mondo wasn't super popular, I have a feeling those ones would have been um, snatched up. Speaking of buying stuff on the internet, just real quick question: Any listener out there also get the hoverboard from Maddie Collectibles? And if so, uh, is your decal bubbling up? I think I'm going to be contacting Maddie Collector and see, hey. Yeah, dude, to pay, I don't know what these cost, but, you know, to pay, I'm going to guess anywhere from 150 to 200 bucks for a plastic hoverboard with stickers. Yeah. Those motherfucking stickers should not peel off. Yeah, and they're definitely, definitely peeling off. So I'm, I'm hoping they'll be willing to do something for me because I think it's kind of shitty. And it's not like I had to apply the sticker. Yeah. Um, it and came, you fucked it up somehow. Yeah, it came that way. So, it, you know, that's kind of shitty. So, and mm-hmm. it was a gift. So I... I, I feel bad about it but make Jesus. it right man yeah. make it right so um, i guess i'll just email and let them know that it's having some problems and those probably and just be like well we're sorry do you ever find too like the same you could deal with the same company many times uh like I, there's this one site i buy uh like s- cycling gear from okay the first time i bought something from them they sent me the wrong or i ordered the wrong size like I, it was just a little bit too snug uh because like athletic apparel runs weird like compared yeah. to regular clothing i agree i agree so I emailed the guy, a guy and said, hey, got my order today, a little too snug. I, 
I don't see an exchange policy on here. I don't really want to, you know, I, it, it was on sale when I bought it. I don't want to have to pay more to get the same item again. Right. He's like, oh, just keep that one. We'll send you another one. Fuck it. You know, basically was his wow. attitude. And I was like, holy shit. Well, just this week, this was a few weeks ago. This week, just yesterday, I think it was, I got something in the mail from him this time. It's the opposite. It was too big. I was like, God, I fucking hate this shit. Right. So I emailed and this time I got a different person and they're like, yeah, we don't really have a policy to deal with, you know, exchanges. You just have to send that one back. We'll credit your account back and then you have to order another one. I was like, yeah, but it costs more now. Why can't I just do an even exchange? They're like, oh, we don't have an exchange policy. We have returns and credits. I was like, well, that's not what the last guy told me. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I won. Long story short, I won this argument. But so yeah. they just exchanged it for you. It's just weird that... how you can deal with one person and they're like, I want to take care of you. This isn't even worth getting into a thing about. Here's right. what we're going to do. And the other person's like, no, no. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm dealing with that. No. Dealing with that student loan company right now. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, they, they've always been friendly, but like I'll get one person who is completely inept, can't mm-hmm. give me any of the right answers. Um, and then I'll get somebody who will tell me, matter of factly, things will be a certain exact way. Like my payments will go down if I change um, my information, my financial information to reflect where I'm at now in my life. Yeah. Um, and I send it all in. I submitted it twice. <sighs> and then I get another guy who's like, yeah, it didn't go down. I'm like, what? Your guy said it would go down. He's like, no. I'm like, what do you mean no? He's like, the math doesn't work, man. Like, it just doesn't. The debt versus uh, uh, debt versus income ratio does not allow your payment to go down. I'm like, I added, like, all kinds of different shit and, uh, like, added extra, like, debt wow. <laughs> like, that I didn't report before because uh. I didn't want to. And now I had to add. It, it sucks, man. Like, Like, how can it be? How can one guy be positive that math is going to work one way and then another guy does the same math and it comes out a completely different way? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Math but, is finite. Yeah, it should be pretty <laughs> fucking infallible. It's like, hello. That's why it's math. That's yeah. why we use it. Yeah. It's not It's like, not supposed to turn out different every time you crunch the same numbers. No, no, it's really not. It's like seven mean. plus three is 11 this time? What? Wait, what happened today? I don't, I don't get, get it. it. I don't like it at all. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it just sucks, man. Like, and I posted on Facebook too, like, look, anybody who has kids of a college age, like, you have to be responsible about how much money they're buying or borrowing and why they're borrowing it because it can really fuck up your life. Oh, and especially, I can only imagine, I know, I know what, uh, what the, <laughs> how much everything cost when I went for the little bit of time I went. Right. I can only imagine what that shit's like now. Oh, I bet easily. Easily kids will have at least minimum, like to go to a state school, mm-hmm. over $100,000 in debt by the time they're done. Ugh. And that's, a, you know, that might not even be if they take everything. You know, that might be if they just take what they need for tuition and housing and food. You know, I was an idiot. I didn't know. Like, you know, when you went, when I went and took my student loans, they were like, hey, don't worry about it. You get a, a really reasonable repayment plan when you get out of school. They'll, they'll base, they'll, they'll work with you on your payments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I didn't know any better. I didn't know and explain to me the difference in well, the types of loans. They're just like, you go to a financial aid office, you fill out your FAFSA stuff. They give it you tells checks. you, yeah. it tells you, okay, you are eligible for these loans. You say yes. You electronically sign it and say yes. They don't explain to you how the loans are different. Like the financial aid office didn't explain how the loans were different. I was the first person in my family ever to attend college. We had no idea what was going on. So I was like, they're going to they're gonna pay for me to go to, or at least loan me the money to go to college. I knew it was a loan. And I just give it back to them. Yeah, and then I pay them back in, in, a, in a reasonable amount of time for a reasonable amount of money. Little did I know that, no, they won't work with you. Like, the, they, they set these payments well, regardless of your ability to pay them. 
you are still required to pay X amount of money, even if X amount of money is more than your income, your income to debt, yes. you know, um, or or they may charge you X amount of money for eight years and then decide, eh, we want the rest of it now. More. Yeah, we want more. We want more. Yeah. And it's like, how can it be? You know, I wasn't making, I was making half of what, I, what I'm making now, um, easily half. And I, they were charging me $10 a month. That's ridiculous. Loans. Yeah. But now I'm making twice what I was making then because I was making half of it, you know. Yeah, right. I get it. Um, and now they are charging me $160 more a month. That is a lot more than How that. does that math work? Why Why shouldn't they just be charging me twice as much? Because <laughs> they want their money back before you die? <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right. And I understand that. But it's like, how does... I just don't understand how that math works. But the way he was like, well, for every... I can't remember how he said it. It was like it goes up X amount of money for every, you know, $10,000 you make a year. And and I'm like, man, that can't be right either because <laughs> I just went from $10 a month to $179 a month. How does that math work? Like I just – I couldn't – I can't fathom how the – and I understand they want their money back. I'm totally fine with that. No, like yeah, I yeah. told the guy on, on Thursday, I said, you know, that $10 a month was ridiculous. Like it should have never been that low. And the shitty thing is at that time, I had the money to pay the $179 a month. Now you don't. Right. Um. So it's like, okay, well, you know, I, I want to pay more. I definitely want to pay more than the 10 You know, I'm like what would be perfect right now is maybe $100, $150 a month. So he couldn't get me that on one plan. It was going to be two twenty nine a month Oof. on this other plan. He gives me this graduated repayment plan. So what that means, I pay one seventy nine for two years, and then it goes up twenty percent. Then I pay that for two years. Then it goes up for twenty percent. Towards the end of the term of my loan, I will be paying three hundred and sixty dollars a month on my federal loans, yeah, which right. is equal to the additional three hundred and sixty dollars a month I'm currently already paying on my private loans. And the private loans won't do anything for you. They're like, that's your payment. Like, wow. well, can we base it on my income? No, that's your payment. Um, can we consolidate them for a lower interest rate? No, that's your payment. <laughs> you can't consolidate <clears throat> private loans. Damn. Yeah, that's shitty. You know, I could go take out a personal loan, but the term on the personal loan isn't going to be long enough for me to for it to make any difference for me. And then, like my 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 income uh, tax or not income tax my my. Uh, Interest rate yeah. on my partnership loans is like 8%. It's ridiculously high for a student loan. Um, you know, I could get a private loan for like 4%. But the term on the private loan is going to be five years. Yep. You know, I've still got another 20 years to pay on these fucking partnership loans. So if I take that 30 grand, spread it out over five years, it's going to be a little bit more than the 360 I'm paying now. Ouch. Well, maybe. I don't know. Do the math. Yeah, it might be smarter to change that to a fucking... I didn't even think about that. Ah, uh, math. Just change it to a signature loan. You could. For a lower interest rate and just pay that shit but off. But yeah, like Laura, Laura was in the same boot. Dude, they gave her more money than she needed per semester. And you're, you're, you, you are. You're an idiot. You take it and you pay what you have to to buy your books and to do whatever else. And you're like, right. oh, I still got half my money's left. I got beer money. I'm I gonna got pizza buy, money. I got I'm gonna buy. Money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to buy some shit. Yep. And that was my mistake. I should. And now, not only are you like fuck, but you're also like, I don't even want this shit anymore either. Well, and and the thing is, you know, I could have very easily worked a part time job for like fifteen hours a week in school and just use that to pay. And use that for my fucking around money and my rent money. You know, I mean, the the biggest thing that I took the money for was pay rent because I'm like, you know, 
that's not cheap. You know, I, I, I lived in a couple shitholes. My first two places out of, you know, out of the dorms were shitholes. And I'm like, I can't live in a shithole anymore. Like, it's disgusting here. Uh, you know, my girlfriend never wants to come over. She's like, let's stay at my house. And which is weird because her, the, the one in the second shithole, her place always smelled like cat box. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, because, the, you know, where do you put a cat box when there's five of you living in an apartment? Oh, you put it in the bathroom. Well, where's the air intake for the fucking furnace in the bathroom of, or in, in an apartment in yeah. the bathroom? So every time the furnace would kick on, it would blow fucking cat box air all over the place, which isn't much better than where my fucking cat box is, but the intake at least isn't in that room. Right. You know, otherwise our whole house would smell like musty basement all the time. That would suck. It's just, you know, but in, a, in an apartment, there aren't like several intakes throughout the apartment. There's like one in one room. Boom bathroom oh it smelled so fucking terrible in that place i can't even imagine oh god it was bad it was so disgustingly bad oh like i would wake up in the middle of the night when it would kick on the smell would wake me up and then i couldn't get back to sleep <laughs> oh my god and it was always so fucking hot in there too it was always like fucking 80 degrees because there's a bunch of girls living together so they want it super super warm in there all the time you know they don't like being cold so it was like fucking 80 degrees in that apartment and she didn't have a fan I'm like, can we just buy a box fan? They're only $13. Please, it'll be so good. I don't like sleeping with a fan on. I'm like, I don't like you. <laughs> Reason go, for breakup? A fan. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to go home, but your titties ain't at home. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Awesome. Uh, you, you still haven't seen Iron Man, I take it? Oh, I've seen Iron Man. Three. Oh, no, Iron Man, Iron three. Man 3. And I have, uh, I have not. Star Trek? No, that just came out last night. Was it? Yeah. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Must be all of my our foreign friends that make me feel like they've it's been out for three weeks. Yeah. They're like I've seen it seven times. It's awesome. You know, it looks good. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, from what very little I've seen of it. I mean, I watched the I watched the uh, first one of the reboot last night. Got some problems with it. I saw your post. I saw your post. There are no canyons in Iowa. Are there not? No. Oh. The very beginning of that movie. You've been to Riverside, right? I have. Uh, was there a canyon near there? Nope. Okay, then that solves that. <laughs> you know the very beginning of the movie when Kirk's a kid and he steals, yeah, he steals that convertible? steals the car, yeah. Yeah, and then he throws it off into a canyon? Yeah, yeah we don't have those. Huh. Well, he drove it all the way to the Grand Canyon. No. Yeah. No. Super fast. He would have been Blew right. the roof off and, and he, shit. And, and, he just, and he just happened to drive by a kid hitchhiking uh, near the Grand Canyon that he knew? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. I, it just it feels like very sloppy filmmaking to me. Hmm. Like, it's not hard to learn everything there is to know about Iowa because there's not much. <laughs> You'd think uh, geographically you'd do some fucking research. Like, hey, are there canyons in Iowa? Because we, we want them to drive this car off into a canyon. You know, I think a lot of times they make movies, they don't expect people to be thinking about stuff like that. Like common sense stuff? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, it's not common sense anymore. <sighs> That's weird to me. It just Like in the movie Juno, you can clearly see mountains in the background. They're yeah. supposed to be in Minnesota. Hmm. But I also was in I was in a Walmart in Minnesota and there's a stocking cap that said Minnesota on it and it the design money. was mountains. It doesn't hmm. make any sense. There's no mountains in, in Minnesota. Huh. It's just it's so weird. I continuity is important to me in a film. Yeah. And I just I don't I don't get it. I I also it bothers me that the the thing that kills everything in the movie is a, is a black hole, is yeah. a singularity and they they purposely detonate one to eat up that fucking ship like right by Earth. Yeah, it's a little weird. What if it doesn't stop? Then you're all fucked. Yeah. We're all fucked. Well, I was watching, we were watching the season finale of Supernatural the other day. Ah! I'm not, ah. no, 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 Okay. So in one scene, it's clearly raining outside, and two of the characters are standing outside having a conversation, but neither one of them are getting wet. 
Oh. But everything around them is wet. You can hear the rain. You can see puddles, like, getting oh. hit with rain. And I'm like, what the fuck? Maybe they're under, like, an overhang or a They're tree. not. They're standing right out in the open. So there's a there's an umbrella over them? I, I don't know. Like, how, I just, how do they even manage see, that during filming? See, Laura is very critical of everything all the time, except her beloved Supernatural. <laughs> and we're watching it, and I go, how come they're not wet? Because they're Supernatural. <laughs> she, she came up with some bullshit answer, and I go, let it go. You've lost this one. But yeah, shit like that, where just little things. I'm like, hey, wait a minute, it's raining. They're not wet. This is bullshit. Well, because he can't mess the Padalaki's hair up. Apparently, he can't. Apparently, it's, you it's, can't. He's like Samson. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just little things like that. Yeah, I, I just, I that bothers me, and a lot of stuff like that can really take me out of a movie. Yeah. Um, because it's just common sense. It, it's not even like, um, you know, it might as well have been a volcano. Yeah. Because that that would be just as realistic. That would, and, and a couple of my buddies on Facebook were like, well, maybe it was a mining operation. I was like, it was very clearly a canyon. Yeah. Okay. I mean, granted, it's the future. Maybe they were laser mining and that allowed them to go straight down. But in Iowa, when it's a quarry, it's in a circle because you have to cut down. And as you're cutting, you drive vehicles down. So right. I suppose, you know, in theory, you, they could have had a spaceship mining the ore, I guess. But I mean, maybe that's what fracking looks like now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, you hear about all the fracking on TV. And, yeah. I just it bothered me. It bothered me enough, and, and a lot of it was probably because I live here. So it's like not very often do you get to see Iowa represented in a film. But Especially, it's always wrong when it is. It Look always, at cra- the crazies. Yeah, yeah, the crazies <laughs> or uh, Stephen King's The Stand. They show the the skyline of of Des Moines, and it looks nothing like Des Moines. That, or do you remember? Uh, it's a season again. I, su- supernatural because of Laura. Uh, the uh, there's it's a season you've seen. I know uh, the Ankeny Sheriff's Office. Yes. Yeah. Well, and because why not be the Polk County Sheriff's? Well, Office? Well, but not only Ankeny, but because they, that was the season where like those Leviathans or whatever were going back and like recreating all of their first ca- early cases. Uh huh. Well, in that ep- the episode that they were doing in that one, they went to Ames originally, not Ankeny. So Laura was Laura was actually the one that pointed that out. She's oh, like, hey, she's like, hey, wait a minute, wasn't it Ames, Iowa? Why are they in Ankeny? Which would have been a completely different county altogether. I know. That's Story County. So all of that shit. It just see, and that, bo- right. that bothered me a lot. Yeah. That bothered me a lot. And you'll see that in a lot of movies um, where they'll say whatever town they're in, it's, you know, like, uh, it's the Chicago Sheriff's Office. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. It's yeah. the county sheriff. And that's that way everywhere in the entire United States. It's the way all sheriff's offices in the United States are set up the same way. Like, right. it's, it's the county agency. It's been that way forever and a day. Um, so that drives me nuts. Like when I went to Chicago once, um, I, I really wanted a, uh, uh, a Cook County jail shirt. Um, instead it said Chicago County jail. I'm like, like, well, well I'm not, I won't buy that. I won't buy that. It looks stupid. Cause I'm smart enough to know that we're in Cook County, Illinois. And Chicago's there. Yeah. yeah. It, so that did bother, that bothered the shit out of me. Cause I remember seeing that yep. and like, on the, they went to the trouble to make decals for the fucking door, yeah. like a sign for out front. And like, it's wrong. Like bitch. why? And that's common knowledge. Like, the, that that's how it works. It's the Ankeny Sheriff's Department. No, it's the Polk County Sheriff's Department, you ignorant bitch. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff makes me... And even if it had been in Ames, it should have said Story County Sheriff's Office. Yeah. If it would have been in Boone, it'd be the Boone County Sheriff's Office. And actually, if it would have been in Ames, it wouldn't have said the Story County Sheriff's Office because the county seat of Story County is Nevada. Yeah. So it would have had to have been in Nevada to be the Sheriff's Office. So they made all kinds of mistakes in that one. Well, why not bitch? just have it be the Ankeny Police Department? Yeah. Doesn't that make it easier? Yeah. Even if Ankeny doesn't really have a police department, I can forgive that continuity error because you're just saying, okay, look, we're just making it easy. But not only does Ankeny not have a sheriff's office, yeah, it's not. That's not how sheriff's offices work. Yeah. 
Well, so it's all—it's just laziness. Absolutely, it's, just like, it's laziness. It's just like what Joss Whedon was tweeting on Twitter the other day. He's like, "How many lead fucking action stars or characters in movie can we have named Jack?" He's referencing Jack Reacher. Right. He's like, "Laziness." Hashtag upset about angry or dumb stuff. But but he's in right. their defense, it was based on a book. Well, where the guy's name he, was Jack. He, later, he tweeted. He goes, "I guess that one gets grandfathered in." Right. But uh, <laughs> you know. It is laziness. It is. But I guess no one will ever reach the pinnacle of laziness that James Cameron did. Huh. Unobtainium? Yeah. That's dumb. Come on. Yeah, it's dumb. Well, we can't get it, so it's un- unobtainable. So it's, unobtainium. It's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. <laughs> Let's focus on the 3D guys. No one's going to care about the name of the rock. Well, you know, I just heard a, a radio an- uh, advertisement for um, some medicine that's supposed to make you smart or something like that <laughs> called Lucidor. Like lucid, or lucid like, like make you more yeah lucid, lucid. right yeah. right. I'm like really, like really. How am I supposed to take you seriously if part of what it does is in the name yeah. of the product? Like Tylen- like they changed, Tylenol, I'm fine with. If they changed Viagra <laughs> to Erectol or yes, something like yes, that, no, yes, erection set. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Bonerol, like yes, yes, yes. Stiffamycin. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it just it makes me angry. Like, we should be smarter. But it, as a society, we've become so lazy that it's just the, the quickest, the fastest thing. I had a very nice conversation. On, I preface it by saying a very nice conversation on Facebook today with a female comic. I've never met her. Um, we don't know each other. But she had posted an article on the Cedar Falls stand-up uh, comedy page. Um, basically uh, decrying ra- uh, uh, sexism in stand-up comedy. Um, I think she's fairly new to stand-up comedy, you know, and so she had gotten into an online debate with a troll, and the troll had, you know, basically given her the whole, get back in the kitchen and make me some pie bullshit, you know, you're a dumb woman, and women should be fucked not telling jokes, and he was just an idiot, I mean, the shit he was saying wasn't not funny because it was sexist, it was not funny because it wasn't funny, you know, Um, and so she was, but immediately... She writes. She ends up writing an online article, a very long online article about sexism and comedy. And I'm like, whoa, 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 look. You can't immediately decry sexism and comedy because of something an internet troll said. If that were the case, we would automatically have to assume that every male the age of 35 in the United States sits in his parents' basement playing Call of Duty and doesn't have a job because that's what we see on the internet. Right. Like, you cannot... You cannot expect the world to be an exact representation uh or the internet to be an exact representation of the, of the world, world yeah like just because three guys were on there uh making sexist not even sexist just stupid comments i mean to you about females doing stand-up comedy that's not the way the stand-up comedy world works like it's not a racist bigoted place if anything it's the opposite like you have a you have an in you have built-in jokes if you're a woman or if you're black or if you're gay, like it, it, almost just as sloppy as like the people who tell <laughs> sexist jokes. To, there, there are a lot of black female gay comics. Not all of the above. Like they don't have to be black female and gay. I'm right, right, right. A lot of black comics, a lot of female comics, a lot of gay comics that fall on the crutches just as badly as anybody who tells a sexist joke on stage. Sure. Like you know, it, it's there are so many. My husband's so stupid. You know, or white people so crazy. You know, why people so weird? Why people so not hip? You know, <laughs> uh, you know, or, or, oh, I'm so gay. Look at me. I'm Andy Dick. Um, you know, like <laughs> there, there's so much that it's, it's, it's more of a problem with comedy not being as creative as it used to be. It's not, it's not that the, the, the medium's racist or sexist. 
It's just, it's not an all-boys club. Every open mic that I've ever been at where there's a woman, it's not like all the guys stand on one side of the room and the woman stands over here. You know, and in my experience, the one reason that I've found women comics not funny is because they fall into the traps of doing all the same shit that all the other female comics do. So my my challenge to her, and, and don't get me wrong, like her and I had a very nice discussion, like very like productive, positive. Civil. Yeah, it wasn't, nobody was yelling at each other. But I, you know, I said, my advice is the time that you, you spend trying to convince someone like him who is ultimately just baiting you. Cause she's like, the statements he made were obviously to shut up, a, a, shut someone up, specifically women. I'm like, no, they weren't. No, he was no. stoking the fire. Yeah, he man. was absolutely baiting you. Like he was enjoying the attention that it was garnering him because you kept responding. I said, so your time would have been better spent writing more material looking for a place to have shows, it, it serves no purpose to engage a troll on the internet like that because you're not going to change his mind and the people that are supporting him, you're not going to pull them to your side. So especially in that kind of a situation where the statements that he, were, he was making weren't even intelligent or funny. Like it's one thing if you get a troll who's fucking beating somebody up pretty bad yeah. and you're like, oh man, like I don't agree with what he's doing. But he's but doing he is, it well. Yeah, he is fucking taking them to task. Like it's ridiculous. But you just, you know, why give... It just doesn't make any sense to me, and yeah. like, and you can't you can't make the argument in this day and age. You can't make the argument that that uh, that uh, comedy is segregated when you have Dave Chappelle who signed a fifty million dollar deal with Comedy Central. You know, you have Ellen DeGeneres who has one of the top rated uh, daytime television shows of all time, mm-hmm. who is not only female but also gay. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, you can't make that argument. Plus, her wife is smoking fucking hot. Oh yeah, so she's female, gay, and hot chicks digger. Like, she's doing way better than me, okay? Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, somebody like Neil Patrick Harris, openly gay, and did not, his career did not take off until until he came out of the closet. Like, sure, he was Doogie Howser for a while, but after that, everybody was kind of like, eh. He was kind of a joke, Harold yeah. and Kumar. He was some kind of an inside joke in that in that movie. You know, like, for some reason, they were obsessed with Neil Patrick Harris in that movie. But now, Neil Patrick Harris is a fucking cultural phenomenon. So you can't say that comedy is is an all all white boys club. It just that argument does not it doesn't track anymore. Like there's no there's no way. Just because a couple comics are like we hate women. You know, because because Hitler killed 8 million Jews, does that mean that for the rest of forever Germany is a bad place? It doesn't. Like it's just you, you always get an I guess that's an exaggeration obviously, but you always get an asshole. Right. So you can't make the claim that entire community of people are bad news because, you know, and the other thing is too, look, if, if you, if you can write well and you can perform well and you're funny, everything else will fall into place. Stop using, well, I'm a woman and I don't get opportunities as a crutch. Go out, tell some funny fucking jokes and start getting booked. Cause that's, that's how it happens. As long as you're telling funny jokes, nobody gives a shit whether you have a pussy or not. Like, there's nobody in the audience going, I refuse to laugh at her because she's a female comic. Right. And what they're doing is, I'm, I've never seen this girl's show, so I don't know whether she's funny or not. So I'm, when I say what they're doing and I say you, it's a, the global you. Right, right, right. What they're doing when they say that to you is they're saying, you're not funny enough to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've gone to comedy shows before where I'm like, this isn't going to be very good. I'm not. This isn't my thing. And I've laughed my ass off. They won me over by being funny. I never thought Jim Gaffigan was my thing till I saw him live. And really? that, that show was fucking phenomenal. It was a really good show. Hmm. I mean, not my style personally, 
But holy shit, that guy can fucking run a room. Like, it was amazing. And it didn't hurt that when I met him afterwards, he was one of the fucking nicest people on the planet. Sure. You know, super down to earth, super friendly. Um, But. uh, Always a bonus. yeah, Yeah, Yeah. But to me, you know, like, it's just, if you're funny, everything else will follow. If you're funny and nice to people. If you're funny and you're a pain in the ass to be around, then maybe you won't get work. People won't want to work with you. People won't want to do things for you. But I, here's what I will say <clears throat> to, to, to any aspiring comic. Don't go into comedy doing open mics and trying to get shows and try to upset the apple cart. Don't, go, don't tell everyone how comedy should be or what's wrong with comedy until you start working regularly. Like until you start being an actual booked comic, don't go in and tell the world like what they're doing wrong. And I think that was her only misstep was writing this article. And I think that's why it elicited a response from me. But I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't tell the world of stand-up comedy that it's sexist. It's a sexist, misogynist mess because of your experience with a couple guys on the internet. Like that's an inappropriate statement for you to make because you haven't been around long enough. To Where are you pulling this? That and you saw Daniel Tosh tell a rape joke. Which I will defend with my dying breath that that motherfucker had a right to tell that joke. And then she also quoted Patton Oswalt um, because he made a, a joke about something misogynistic. And they're like, these jokes are unacceptable. I am sorry that you chose to be offended. Not my original quote, but I use the fuck out of it now. Rick, Ricky Gervais says all the time, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Right, exa- exactly. And that's the problem is, look, especially if you're going to be a comic... You have to understand that not everything that people say will be to your taste, but that doesn't mean it ain't funny. Well, you also got to understand half the time people don't mean half the shit they're saying up there. You know, it's material. Well, and yeah, and that's the other thing. A, a comedian says something for a response. Yeah, not because they, tr- they, they, not not they po- truly believe it. Well, I mean, sometimes they do. But well, Daniel Tosh wasn't making a political statement up there. No. He's like, vote for rape in, 20, in 2014. That's not what he was saying. Right. However, I could see him saying that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just you have to be able to understand that he wasn't. Like, it, it troubles me that anyone would look at that statement and be like, he really wants that girl to get raped. Clearly, that's what he's I'm pretty for. sure Daniel Tosh walks outside. Uh, two of the guys from the crowd have this bitch bent over the, the and I call her a bitch because she's a rude fucking bitch. And, I, and I'm still talking about the, the chick he wished raped. I know, her. I know, I know. Um, got her bent over the hood of a fucking Camaro, and she's screaming for help, and they're butt raping the fuck out of her. You think Daniel Tosh is just going <laughs> to laugh, point, and get on his bus? No. He's going to probably try to help stop that. Yeah. You know, it's like, holy fuck, they're really doing it. Are you guys insane? Bodyguard, kick their ass. Save that woman. Not, hold on, let me tweet a pic of this. Yeah, this is awesome. I can't believe you guys really did it. Thanks for raping that chick. That, that's not, like, how can there be such a public outcry? Yeah, I can't, matter of fact, I can't believe we're still talking about this six months after it happened. Yep. Like, it should have never happened. It's, the discussion should have never happened to begin with. It was at a comedy show. I still think, to, I'll be I, Oh, fuck. I'm going to get in trouble for here this we go, one. Here we go. I still think that Michael Richards caught way too much shit for what he did. Yeah. I think that was blown so fucking far out of proportion. That was so ridiculous. Should he have said it? Probably not. But I understand what he was getting at. He was pointing out it's just a fucking word. Yeah. It's just a word. He wasn't, he wasn't N-bombing that guy because he was black. He was trying to make a point. And he got skewered. And now no one has seen that motherfucker in 10 years. It destroyed his life. And all he was doing was making a point. Yeah. 
He well, wasn't. Then, well, then you got Gilbert Gottfried with his, you know, tweet, his, yeah. his Japan, or his tsunami tweet. Right. Which the problem with all this stuff now is <clears throat> inappropriate humor has become the new thing, you know? You got people like Tosh, Jezelnik, mm-hmm. all that. That sometimes it's dangerous water. You don't know which, which offensive joke someone's going to say that was too much offensive. Well, and it should be the, – the, the trick with it, though, is it even – it still has to be funny. Yeah. And and I think that the wishing the rape on her, I think the problem, it actually lies in the fact that it just wasn't funny. Right. Um, You know, and that's the only problem I have with it. It's like, ah, dude, if you're going to do something like that, you better make sure it's funny. You right. know, if it's just a counter a heckler, that's probably – you're not going to do well with that. If it's a crafted joke – I've seen funny rape jokes, man. <laughs> there are funny fucking rape. I've seen funny rape jokes at an open mic in Cedar Falls. Like I've seen funny well, rape jokes. Well, yeah, like but, even what was it? Fucking Amy Schumer. Like in between, like the bits on her show, she had a, a thing where she was talking about how she used to date. She's like, I used to date a lot of Hispanics, but now I'm into consensual. <laughs> I don't yeah. see a lot of people throwing hate at her for no, for, no, no, for no. That. It's okay for her to make a rape joke because maybe she might have been raped once. But that's not fair for her to say that all Hispanics must rape people. Right. I agree. I, I So why is – like, I, again, it's it's like in what field does your inappropriate joke right. go over and then the next person's joke it just, doesn't? It just depends whether somebody who, there decides who to, to be, be offended, offended or not. Yeah. I know. It's, and, it's yeah. ridiculous. You can't worry about every person's reaction no. to everything all the time. No. Just worry about what, whether what you're saying was funny or not. Yeah. And when Amy Schumer said that joke, it was funny. Yes, it was. It was funny. Yes, it was. It was funny. That doesn't mean I don't like – Mexicans. Yeah. It doesn't mean I think they rape everybody. But I do think that fucking joke is funny. Yes. Yes, indeed. You know? And so it's like, and I guarantee you she balanced that. I bet you when she first wrote that joke, it was black guys. Just call it a hunch. And then she, what she said was, I probably can't get away with that one. Yeah. So let's throw Mexicans in there. It's got less of an edge to it and see what, see happens. what happens. Yeah. Throw it against the wall. See if it sticks. Is the spaghetti done? Maybe it is. Yeah. You know, so that's and that's the problem. It's like, yeah, there's gonna there's a lot of offensive comedy out there. Offensive comedy that's offensive just for the sake of being offensive. Yep. Not okay with that. You, if you tell a fucking offensive joke that's funny, that's some funny shit. <laughs> so you just have to not be offended. And and I'm not I'm not I say I'm not okay with that in in so much that I I'd be like uh, I don't think that's funny. If I was talking to the person, I'd be like I don't think you should probably tell that joke again um, because it was super offensive and it wasn't funny. Well, I just you, know? you could go to any any comedy show. Anywhere, and everybody in the room could be offended at one point because, like, comics tend to tell jokes about all kinds of things. Right. Fat people, gay yeah. people. Right. So why dumb, is it... dumbass motherfuckers? See, this... and, the, and that's and that's the problem is it's okay to religion, make fun of people. Non-religion. It's okay to make fun of people as long as those people aren't you. Yeah. You know, it's just bullshit. Like, What's, yeah. so so female comics. This and this is what got me blocked by fucking Kevin Smith's wife. Yeah, female comics have made millions of dollars from making fun of their husbands, and that's hilarious, and that's empowering, and that's all of these things. But one male comic makes a joke about a fucking woman, and he's a a fucking sexist, misogynistic prick. How does that work? I don't know, man. You know, uh, black people have made millions of dollars off of why people so cray. You know, but a white guy tells a black joke. And holy shit, you yeah. know, the world comes fucking unraveled. Tosh gets away with it. Yeah. Okay. He's, Be- he's, he's found that. Well, and he's an equal opportunity offender. Yes, he is. You know, including so himself. Like, including right. Himself. Right. And so I don't want to fucking jerk Tosh off too much more, but I, I just think this is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous conversation to be having in 2013. Yeah. Like stop. Uh, and this is going to be, don't get your pussy hurt. Okay. 
or your dick hurt or your asshole hurt or whatever is sensitive on you, don't get it hurt over comedy. Fuck, even George Takei. I was just going to say, even George Takei says butthurt. Constantly telling people not to get butthurt. Yeah. It's 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 so ridiculous. Like that, I find offensive. I find it offensive that people are offended. Yeah. Is that wrong? Maybe. Maybe I shouldn't be offended by that because now I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. I'm offended by hypocrites. Good job. I it just it makes me angry, and I and I don't you know I don't mean to demean the conversation like the good conversation that we had on Facebook this girl and I, but I still think that that more needed to be said. It just it was ridiculous, like, and to write an entire article devoted to that uh, just it bothers me. Like people are losing well, sight. It of, wouldn't it be like you said more productive to when you get angry about that stuff instead of crying about it or you know trying to get attention from it like that, go fucking use it and make that person regret saying that. Yeah, shit. write a joke Find about a way it. to fucking to destroy it. And, and honestly, that's the other thing too. Uh, if you're, if you're funny, you should be able to craft. Yeah. You should be able to sing them back. Yeah. Like, you know, you should be able to go back at them or at least have a thicker skin and not have it bother you. Mm-hmm. Like she was legitimately bothered. Like her feelings were bothered about it. And, and I'm, I'm, I just, I, I guess I, I, like, I, I don't I, judge her. I just judge the situation. Those situations shouldn't, it shouldn't be, I imagine shouldn't have their feelings in hurt, today's right? world with comedy being what it seems to be nowadays, you cannot be sensitive to be a comic. No, but then, which is weird because all comics are sensitive little bitches. Oh, I'm sure. But it that's, just doesn't you know, seem like that would work very well. No. And, and that's, and that's why you get so many feuds and so much shit going on because comics all want to be on the edge. They all want to do that thing. I mean, of course you've got corporate comics and stuff that are perfectly happy with telling the same jokes that everybody else tells, you know, but for the most part, the, the direction comedy's going in now, they want to be on the edge. They want to be on the edge. They want to be on the edge unless the edge affects them. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. My grandfather only had four fingers. Yep. You know, it's like, ah, South Park. Come on, man. What? South Park. What about Chef? Oh, he was he was good on everything they ever wanted to make fun of. Tell Scientology. Scientology, then he's yeah. out. It's like really all right. We'll kill your character. Yeah, <laughs> creatively. Yeah, and for a long time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, you died in real life. Yeah. Well, so what do they do with this character? I don't. I don't even know. I just killed the shit out of him. I don't really remember. <laughs> I just remember going, "Wow, that he should not have had such a problem with making fun of Scientology because they just put him through the ringer." You know, and I I don't get that. I don't. If you're on a show that literally. Fun of it. You should have known it was going to yeah. be your turn at some point. And, and, and if it is, big deal. You know, I don't... That's the thing I don't understand. Like, you couldn't know? he have even, at, at the very least, been like... I don't want to be on the Leave me out of this one, children. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Chef doesn't have an... Chef used to bang Scientologists. You know, whatever. Like, he could have just distanced himself from that episode. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like they... For a, a solid month, every episode was them tearing on Scientology. It happened one time. I, I don't understand. I, I just I don't understand how how comics when comics get get butt hurt, how they can do it and then get back up on stage and do a job that requires them to make fun of other people. Yeah, because you can't do an entire act. Show me one comic that doesn't act without making fun of somebody in their act. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all good natured. Yeah, it is. It all that from 
deep down, it's all good nature. Well, people should just go into every comedy show viewing it much like a roast. Like, it, it might be your roast. At some point, it's going to be about you. So you just need to know that they're going to be about you. Well, and at, at the most base, even if it's not meant to be about you, you're going to be one of those people that's going to make it about you. Yeah. So just accept that. Accept that. Accept that you're going to go in there and something's going to hurt your feelings. If you're one of those people that needs to make everything about you so that you can be offended, I'm not saying that this is that this is this I, girl's I've deal. Always, but... I've always been able to laugh at that shit because, like, if it if it's it usually it's funny because it's true, right? Because you can identify. So even with when it. I was like hugely, hugely fat, somebody made a funny joke about someone like that and i'm sitting here laughing going i shouldn't laugh because that applies to me but it's hilarious i had and to powder true. i had to powder my parts i had yeah. to do that <laughs> yeah, well, well. hey never had to do that no i'm just saying though it's it's ridiculous oh god think how fucking awesome it's gonna be for you to go to a fucking convention not huge i've done that yeah but now you're really not huge I've, like you're not huge at all i've done that well, the supernatural conventions, I guess. No, we haven't last... gone. We haven't gone for like two years. The last one we went to, I wasn't very big. The one we went to was was Swartz. Well, I guess that picture you're yeah. you're down, but you're probably down another fifty pounds from there. I don't know. You know how much fifty pounds is? Like, I'm sure in your world, fifty pounds isn't a whole lot. Okay, asshole. But <laughs> <laughs> but in it'll regular... just it'll just be nice that maybe my legs and back won't hurt so much at the end of the day. Yeah, no shit, no shit. But in my world, fifty pounds is still quite a bit of weight, yeah. right? You're sack, like, sack of dog food. You're like, I lost fifty pounds last week, yeah. and, and I don't miss it. Yeah, I took a shit and it was gone. No, I don't know what I happened. Don't, I don't miss it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, fuck it, whatever. I I just lose weight when I want to now. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of those guys. Pretty soon I'm going to be videotaping my workouts. Nope. I will See, never do that. Here's some bullshit, okay? So I was on Facebook the other day, and uh, I, I, I see a post from this guy I know, and he's like, hey, could everybody keep taking pictures of their food because it's still awesome? Sarcasm. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, absolutely, I'll oblige. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like the same dude is continually taking videos of his workouts and posting them online. Does he think, like, is he that kind of shape that he's like, people are going to want to know what I do? He's in really great shape. Like, disgustingly great shape. He's the kind of shape where you want to fucking push him down a flight of stairs. Maybe he's just mad because you're making him hungry and he doesn't eat on the diet he's on to maintain I, that physique. I just think it's so weird when someone posts equally stupid shit that really doesn't, well, you know, like... like I find that we're all hypocritical at sometimes because uh, everybody... I've seen people that post about or share like you like I'll like some, there was this internet thing about like the top ten most annoying things we do with smartphones. Okay, and a lot of people were retweeting it or sending it out on Facebook last week, and a lot of the things on that list were things that those people themselves do, but they're like, yeah, fuck these ten things. Yeah, well, and the problem I have is it's 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 hip, hipster cool now yeah. to hate the things that people do with their cell phones. Yeah. Oh, I hate when people take pictures of food. It's like I th- I think it's I enjoy it. Like, because I might see a food that I want to try yeah. at a like, restaurant I want to try. God damn, that looks good. What like, is that? If somebody's like, hey, I just had the greatest bacon cheeseburger ever at Beck's. Yeah. Uh, okay. Show it to now me. That, now I get see a picture of that bacon cheeseburger. I'm like, that does look like the greatest bacon cheeseburger ever. You know, they zombie burgers constantly. Uh, hey, here's our sandwich of the month. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. But they always post a picture with it. And I look at it, and I'm like, that looks amazing yeah. like even if you didn't tell me what was in it that's still that's a reason why they put fucking pictures in a menu yeah you know <clears throat> i hate going and this, you know i'm sure like rich people are like well that's just so low brow so yes. low brow but i hate going to a fucking restaurant that doesn't have pictures of the food because i want to know what their food looks like 
You yeah. know, if 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 it's going to be this little fucking ice cream scooper sized ball of mashed potatoes, I want to know that. You know, we went and ate at the CU for our anniversary, and there's no pictures in that menu. And I'm like, well, I'm just trusting that there's going to be enough food to feed me when it comes out. You know, I'll order the duck. Let's see what happens. And it came out, and it was very good. But in most cases, I kind of like to see what I'm ordering because I'm like, you know, and maybe uh, everything sounds equally good, but by seeing a picture of it, I'll be like, now nah, that looks awesome. Right. You know, um, so I, I guess I just, I don't know. It it, it bothers me that to, to pick, there are plenty of things to pick that people do with their cell phones uh, that are fucking obnoxious. Yeah. Like using it as a stereo in public. That has been happening a lot well, lately. They're making those new phones that are meant for that. Like, yeah. Who wants speakers on the bottom of your phone? We put them across the front. Boom, yeah. blow it up. Yeah. I think it's annoying that everyone has to be annoyed so much. Huh? I, I find it annoying that people have to oh, be annoyed I gotcha, so much. I gotcha, Every, I gotcha. Everything has yeah. to be. That's so dumb. I hate when people do that. Oh, my God. I hate when everyone does everything. How about that? I'll just blink it at all. <laughs> I do some of the same shit, and I fucking hate it. Well, and the, but, but I do it because I can. But here's the thing. If you don't like people posting pictures of, uh, of food on Facebook, why are you on Facebook? Yeah. Like, that's what Facebook's for is for stupid, trivial shit like that. You know what I hate? Is when people post major things that are happening in their lives on Facebook. That they should share directly with their family and friends, maybe? Or that they shouldn't share at fucking all. You as know, long as like, we don't start taking pictures of our STDs and be like, hey, guys. <laughs> it's next. Yeah. If Facebook allowed it, hey, here's my, here's my new plenty piercing. I yeah. guarantee you, you would see shit like that on Facebook. Because it's gotten to the point now where people overshare so much, you would start to see shit like that on Facebook hmm. you'd start to see does this look normal yeah. on Facebook but since Facebook won't allow you to post those pictures that's why you don't see that shit because there are enough stupid people there are enough people that post shit on there that you're reading it and you're like oh my god right? oh my god <laughs> that if they're dumb enough to post that shit there's gonna be somebody else out there who's dumb enough to post a picture of it guaranteed so I just ugh. it's like if you don't if you don't like pictures of, you know, I understand like not liking, um, like when people are posting pictures of like uh, people injured by um, landmines on Facebook because yeah, yeah, that yeah. went that that started happening for a while, or, or dogs and cats that were um, poorly treated and things like. Like I understand putting up like, look, that's not what this is for. Like I don't want to see that. Like if you want to send that to specific people, me- message it to them. I shouldn't have to see that just when I'm on here to check and see what my Aunt Bertha is doing for her birthday. I'm just starting to realize I've seen a decline in the number of those fake stories. Just in the last week? Like, I just don't feel like I've seen as many lately. Hmm. Those fake bullshit news stories. Or like, to the Walmart and, you know, Nacogdoches, Texas. (laughs) This guy was here doing this thing. Like all those bullshit stories. It was wonderful. Well, you know, after the, the bombing in Boston... Like, they're, they're churning them out like fucking gangbusters, and a lot of people turn sour on that. Maybe that's... So it. maybe the people that were doing it got their asses beat or something. I mean, it's not like there's just one room in America where they all sit there making You don't think stories, there's a Facebook fake story syndicate? Oh, there is. I don't think so. Oh, there is. It's an organized ring of bullshit. I it just... It, I guess I haven't seen it either. I haven't been spending as much time online yeah. anymore. You know, I'll jump on and check something or to comment on something, but I used to sit and just read, you know, but I just don't have time to do that shit either. Um, but yeah, I, I just I, I question the things that people bitch about. Like, what do you think Facebook is for? Then? Apparently, to post videos of yourself working out, because that's not at all obnoxious 
Or, All uh, Facebook is for is self-indulgence. Right. It is. So let me take pictures of my food. If you're going to take pictures of you picking up something heavy and putting it back down, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I should be allowed to take pictures of my food. This has been... What? Oh, you're right. Oh, that's the first time that's happened in a long I time. I know. Right. Well, now I feel like same like magic. I can jump I was in there. Just, all I was going to say is if you can take pictures of putting things down that are going to make you heavy, I can take, take pictures of putting things in me that are going to make me heavy. So, food. Yeah, food. I'll put it in you. That's dirty. This has been episode 209 of Mr. Face Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Hostile you. You're driving me crazy. Hostile you. Yeah, you can spoil my day. Please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day. Please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day. Please don't ruin my night. Bothering me. Here's my here's my new clitty piercing. Yeah. I guarantee you.